Welcome to the Learning Disability Lab, where we dissect and analyze learning disabilities to its core. I'm your host, Nicholas Mitri, and this podcast is about learning disabilities and post-secondary students struggling in school. Topics include dyslexia, ADHD, autism, legal issues, dealing with school, IEPs, therapies, and more. So let's turn those hypotheses into realities. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing? I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope you're having a blessed day and a beautiful day so far. So uh, I just wanted to welcome you to the first ever episode of my own podcast, The Learning Disability Lab. Um, and I wanted to, you know, firstly say thank you for just clicking on my podcast and um, being interested in this topic. So I wanted to start off by just introducing myself because uh, I think that's important as uh, this is not only a journey for me, but also for you as well, the listener. So as you know, my name is Nicholas Mitri. Uh, I'm based in Toronto, Canada, the 6, the 905, uh, specifically in Mississauga, Ontario. I am 23 years old. And I'm Latino, so mi gente Latino, soy de Argentina, I'm Argentine. Um, some passions that I love, um, I love soccer, you know, we can, we can have that debate if Messi or Ronaldo is the best player. To me, Messi is the best player, but that's for another podcast episode. Um, and as for school, um, I, I actually just finished my master's. Um, I completed a master's in social work, uh, but I also have my social service worker diploma and my bachelor of social work. So um, aside from working out and and playing soccer, um, my passion within the field is uh, this, learning disabilities, disabilities for post-secondary students. And I have a learning disability myself. I was diagnosed when I was four years old. Uh, and I've been going through the learning disability journey ever since. Um, you know, tough times, some and some dark times, and some bright times. But it has made me who I am today, and it has influenced my path and why I wanted to go into social work. Because if I if I didn't have this learning disability, I don't think I would have ended up in social work. So truly grateful for that and. That's just, you know, a learning lesson that I want my viewers and my listeners, sorry, to get out of this is that a learning disability is what makes you unique. And it, 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 it's, not a, it's not a weakness. You have to reframe it as a strength. So that's just a little bit of an introduction to who I am, uh, my passions. Um, and what you can expect from this podcast is just a down to earth you know, I'm having a conversation with you and um, I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to feel safe in whatever, wherever you are in the space that you're in, whether that's outside, inside, you're walking, wherever that is, just make sure you're in a safe place where you can listen and digest and understand the information I'm relaying through this podcast. Uh, some goals, uh, every week I will have a different topic. And the length of the podcast, I don't want it to, I don't want to make it so long. Uh, I want to 
make it I, the goal is less than 30 minutes but if it's a topic that's really um i'm really passionate about or i have a lot of information then i might go you know longer might be 10 minutes i really don't want to have a schedule i just want to let this flow and i can have a conversation with you and please uh this is my first time doing a podcast so please uh just uh, if you have any feedback i will put all of my social media and where you can contact me uh, in the description below. So I'm planning to put this on Spotify, which is probably where you're listening from at the moment, and Apple Music, and maybe YouTube. I will upload just the the audio file to YouTube. But yeah, uh, hopefully that was just a, a brief introduction of who I am, like I said, and some of the goals of this podcast. So uh, yeah, let's uh, get started on the first topic. Alrighty, well, let's get started. So uh, the first topic for today is something pretty light. Uh, it's a very light topic, but an important topic that I want to address. Um, and something I forgot to mention uh, in the beginning is, um, you know, w- what I do for uh, w- where I'm working at right now and how this relates to the podcast and also the topic. So right now I'm working um, as an accessible learning research assistant. So accessible learning in in Ontario is like disability services for those maybe listening in the US or in the UK. Um, and one thing that I have seen so far with the students that I work with and also in past experiences where I've done placements is a lot of students, they don't know how to describe their learning disability or their disability especially I would say, or even their mental health, uh, whatever they're going through issues, uh, mental health issues, but a learning disability, especially, and also mental health, um, they're invisible disabilities. So if I didn't describe to you, like I mentioned before that I have been diagnosed uh, since I was four, you would have never known that I was diagnosed in the first place until I told you. So I think that can be an advantage and a disadvantage because it's an advantage because we're able to walk through the world as quote unquote, and I despise this word, but for lack of better words, as a normal person, right? But with those, uh, those that have physical disabilities, so wheelchair, for example, first one that comes to mind, they have a disadvantage because they are already judged on their appearance and they're judged on their functional limitations. So we think that somebody in a wheelchair is not able to play sports or is not able to go to the gym, but we know that that's false, that there are Olympics and athletes, Olympic athletes that work around those functional limitations. So the topic that I want to dive deep into Um, today is called an elevator pitch. So an elevator pitch is something that I was introduced to when I was uh, a TA, so a teaching assistant for a learning disability class. So it was a class that students who were registered with 
student accessibility services at this institution. This class was meant for them. So it was a transition class that was uh, for, it was a, a year course. It was a six credit course. And we taught them how to write essays. Most of them were coming from high school. So it was a whole new transition for them. Most of them, uh, you know, the, 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 they didn't know how to write essays properly, APA citation, MLA citation, how to analyze texts uh, and strategies on how to read textbooks. And that's something that I want to dive deep into in later podcasts where maybe we'll analyze a text or a textbook together. So I was introduced by the teacher and I was actually a student in that class and uh, before I became a TA. And I learned about this elevator pitch and basically an elevator pitch and the analogy that I give to people when I describe it is, let's say you are stuck in an elevator with somebody and you were moving from floor to floor and you and they asked you, what is your learning disability? So you have around, usually an elevator takes, let's say, hypothetically, roughly 30 seconds to 90 seconds. And you have to describe what your learning disability is or what your mental health issue is to broaden it. So it's basically a way to introduce yourself and explain what your learning disability is, what your functional limitations are. And this skill is so useful because our learning disabilities are so complex and it affects so many areas of our lives, whether that be reading comprehension, critical thinking, visual, it depends on what the diagnosis was. So I wanted to talk about this and introduce this topic because not many people know how to construct one, what it's for. So I hope that that's the goal for today is that I want to describe I maybe I, I I'm thinking um I'll give you a template and I'll put a I'll, I'll put a link to that like a PDF or a Word doc to that uh, template where you can memorize that it's even useful for emails because we know that in the disability realm especially in post secondary um that sometimes professors are not the best with this and they judge us and they think that a disability a learning disability is just a made up concept that it's not, you know, I've had so many professors tell me you can't use this accommodation, but I've had to fight with them and I've had to argue with them and self-advocate for myself. And that's a topic that I want to get into as well, self-advocacy, because there's research showing in the disability, in the disability realm that if students don't have good self-advocacy skills, their likelihood of success decreases immensely, which makes sense because if you don't know how to talk about your disability, you don't know how to self-advocate for yourself, then people will walk all over you. And I think the elevator pitch is a perfect starting point, a perfect foundation. So it's a great way to start a conversation with anyone. Um, and it's a great way to help new individuals that you're meeting understand, you know, why they should connect with you more or care about disability and accessibility in general. 
So some ways, uh, I mean, the best way to start is just by introducing yourself, right? So you start by introducing yourself, then you give a brief summary of your connection to accessibility. And then you explain what you might explain what accessibility is. Um, you might put your program, right? That depends if your school, if you're doing it at school, right? You might put your program, you put your strengths and your weaknesses. Um, and again, if it's for school, you might put who your accessible learning advisor is. So I'm going to give you an example of a template and I will, you know, use my own disability. So this would this is what I would say an email, right, to an, a professor. So you put, hi, my name is Nicholas Mitri. I am a master of social work student in the York University program. That's where I did my master of social work. I am enrolled in your course. So I'm going to use a hypothetical course. So we're going to put COM 1999, Essential Communication Skills. And I wanted to connect with you to communicate my strengths and needs. As a student registered with Accessible Learning, I excel in the following areas. So I'm going to list my strengths. So my strengths would be I'm a very hardworking individual. Um, uh, I'm very good at self-advocating for myself. Um, let's think. Man, this is difficult. Tell my strengths. Um, Oh, yeah, let, let's just use those two to make it easier. So those two strengths. So then I would say these strengths have resulted in my success throughout high school. And I'm confident that they will also help me to succeed in your class. To further my success, you can help me by facilitating my accommodations as sent by my accessible learning advisor. You put their name. So I'm going to use a random name. I'm going to use a Robert. Delaney, and I look forward to learning in your class and keeping our lines of communication open. Thank you, Nicholas Mitri, and I'll put my student number. So let's break this down a little bit. So I put my name, right? That's super important, obviously. Um, I put the program that I'm in because the program is is important because when I was doing my my bachelor of social work, I took courses in many different uh, areas of the school. So I took a humanities course, I took a natural science course, and those courses have like 200, 300 students. So they're not gonna remember who you are. So that's why it's important you put that. And obviously, you know, you put the, the, the course enrolled, the name of that course you enrolled in. So another important part that I wanted to highlight was when I said, I wanted to connect with you to communicate my strengths and needs. So you're giving you're giving the professor kind of you're putting it on a silver plate for them and you're making it easier for them, especially like I said, if the professors have 100 to 200 students, they're not going to remember sadly who you are, you might just be a number. So if you're able to relay that to them easily and effectively, it's a game changer. Um, so the next part was as a student registered with accessible learning, I excel in the following areas, right? So I said, I'm hardworking. And I'm good at self-advocating, right? And of course, you should add more. Those are just the two up top of my head. But you could also argue that you could, it's something like a limitation to this, is that you could have added um, 
what your weaknesses are, right? And those are good to know because then they know how to support you, right? Because if you only add your strengths, then they might just think, oh yeah, this student is good to go. Like they don't need my support, which is, which is, it could be the case and it might not be the case. It just depends on how good you are in that class, right? So you could have said, you know, some of my limitations. So for me, I would have said, although I have strengths, some of my limitations are my rote memory isn't the best. Um, I get nervous during presentations. Uh, those are just the two I think can think up off the top of my head that I've experienced. So those are perfect uh, to also mention as well. And I think that's it's vital that you do so. So the next part was, I'm confident that they will also help me to succeed at the institution. To further my success, you can help me by facilitating my accommodations as sent by my accessible learning advisor. I look forward to learning in your class and keeping our lines of communication open. So the ending is in, as important because you shouldn't be going there aggressive and you shouldn't be asking the professor in an aggressive manner because sadly they are the ones that are giving your marks, right? However, there is a fine line where if they're being aggressive to you, then you know, do it respectfully. I'm not telling you, please, please. I'm not telling you to be aggressive towards them and start a fight. But advocate for yourself. And I'll talk about more of this in, in the next episode or in a future episode. But I think the main goal of the whole, let's say the script, was that you are respectful and you are relaying your point in a clear and concise manner. And I think that's important. Because like I mentioned, you might be in a class that's that has 100 to 200 students and the professor might not remember you. But from my experience, the, prof the professors remember you the most if you are, obviously, you know, you participate in class, all that good stuff, but you also are respectful towards them. And that definitely plays a part when they give you your final grade. Of course, if you do no work, and you get bad grades, then there is no room for excuse there. But I think having an elevator pitch, whether that be through email or even um, in person with somebody, right, um, is so important. And I challenge you as the my listeners to try to construct one yourself using this template and practice it and practice it with your family, with your friends. And I'm even open to listening to them. You know, if you want to send me a DM on Instagram, please do so. You could send me a voice note. You know, I'm happy to listen to it and critique it. And that could be something, a future topic for the podcast where I have an episode where um, I take some viewer questions and um, but I'm, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I just started, but that's just something that I'm thinking of and I'm open to doing that. So so let's, before I end off, because we're hitting the 19 minute mark, uh, let's, 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 let's recap what I said. So when we have the elevator pitch, right? Be clear, be concise, be confident and know your learning disability or know your mental health issue or know your disability right? Whether that be invisible or visible, know it like the back of your palm, the back of your hand. And 
when you have that, that's just the first step and the foundation for self-advocacy. Because when you gain that confidence, you're able to relay that elevator pitch to somebody, it makes the world of a difference. And it's a game changer. And I've seen students where they started off nervous and shy. And as time went on, they learned about their learning disability and they learned about themselves and their strengths and their weaknesses. And you might not have all the answers to that. When I started out, I had I had no idea of my strengths and my weaknesses when I first got my diagnosis. Well, I was four years old. But I think go, what I meant was going through through high school and going to college and university, that's where I started to build my skills and I started to understand what my strengths and my limitations are, my weaknesses. But again, do not think of those as, although they're named a weakness, they're called a weakness, think of those, try to reframe it and you can say, although I have XYZ weaknesses, I have other strengths that outweigh those weaknesses, right? So for example, I would say my memory is not the best. That's part of my learning disability. I have a real memory issues, right? You give me a set of numbers. I don't know if I'd be able to relay those back to you in that exact order. However, I can focus well. I'm very hardworking and I'm very passionate. So those are just some strengths of mine, okay? But yeah, I hope that this was useful for you. And I hope that, you know, I know I'm sorry, I wanted to thank you for making it to the end, my first episode. And I'm super excited for this journey. I've wanted to do this for a while now. And I'm really glad I, uh, after graduating, I was able to make some time and do it. So please, if you have any feedback for me, um, let me know. And I will address that because this is a learning experience for me and for you as well. Uh, and if you have any questions regarding the elevator pitch, anything that was not clear or I need to clarify, I can do an episode too quickly or you just send me a DM and I'm open to that as well. So I'm ending it off here, guys. I have not created a outro line, you know, something catchy, but maybe I'll figure something out and Maybe you can help me out with that as well. So, But I do have an outro, so look forward to that. And also my intro, I forgot to mention. My Naruto fans, I think that is the best intro ever to an anime. I just get so hyped when I listen to that. I listen to that when I work out. But anyways, we'll talk about Naruto another time. But anyways, guys and gals, hope you have a beautiful day, rest of your day. And I'm logging off, and catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.